Blog Talk Radio. I went numb. 
That's all the media and the politicians are ever talking about, the things that separate us, things that make us different from one another. That's the way the ruling class operates in any society. They try to divide the rest of the people. They keep the lower and the middle classes fighting with each other so that they, the rich, can run off with all the fucking money. Fairly simple thing happens to work. You know anything different, that's what they're going to talk about. Race, religion, ethnic and national background, jobs, income, education, social status, sexuality, anything you can do, keep us fighting with each other so that they can keep going to the bank. You know how I describe the economic and social classes in this country? The upper class keeps all of the money, pays none of the taxes. The middle class pays all of the taxes, does all of the work. The poor are there, just to scare the shit out of the middle class. Keep them showing up at those jobs. They're all the same. I'll show you politics in America. Here it is, right here. I think the puppet on the right shares my beliefs. I think the puppet on the left is more to my liking. Hey, wait a minute. There's one guy holding up both puppets. Shut up. Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control. I have this feeling, man, because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. It's not a fuck. I'm not a conspiracy nut. It's provable. A handful, very small elite run and own these corporations, which include the mainstream media. I have this feeling who's ever an elected president, like Clinton was, no matter what the promises you promise on the campaign trail, blah, blah, blah. When you win, you go into this smoky room with the 12 industrialists, capitalist scum fucks who got you in there, and you're in this smoky room in this little... Uh, uh, film uh, screen comes down and a big guy in a cigar rolled a film and it's a shot of the Kennedy assassination from an angle you've never seen before <laughs> that looks suspiciously off uh, the grassy knoll and then the film the screen goes up and the lights come up and they go to the new president any questions? Uh, just what my agenda is First we bomb Baghdad. You got it. I think at one time or another we've all questioned as to whether all that we see and, and are experiencing in our world has some sort of a rational plan behind it. 
because we understand now that both the Republican and the Democratic Party in our country are basically run by the same people, the same money finances both sides. We now know, of course, through the work of many historians who have spent their life working on research to show us that both sides of world conflicts have always been financed by the same people. And as I've said before, this seems to be a, a method to the madness going on in the world. We know, of course, that we cannot depend on our leaders. Our leaders are misleaders. There is a science that they're following. They have their own agenda, and it doesn't include you. What your government pays for, it gets. If you are paid to do something for the government, they will extract from you exactly what they have paid for. When we understand that, then we look at universities and schools, government-financed institutions of education, and see the kind of students and the kind of education that's being turned out by these government-financed schools, logic will tell you that if what is being turned out in those schools was not in accord with what the state and the federal government wanted, then it would change it. The bottom line is that the government is getting what they have ordered. They're getting what they have paid for. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. That is why our country and our world has become so proliferated with entertainments, mass media, game shows, television shows, amusement parks, drugs, alcohol, and every kind of entertainment to keep the human mind entertained so that you don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking. You had better wake up and understand that there are people who are guiding your life and you don't even know it. And all American citizens, I think, have suspected something like this is going on. But we're all too busy trying to stay alive and live our lives and after all, what can one person do about it? This is the most powerful government the world has ever known. They have, a, they have the ability to get a hold on Adolf Hitler 50 years ago. He had a standing army, the greatest navy, air force, military, secret underworld organizations operating throughout the world. But this government got a hold on Adolf Hitler because it chose to and it wanted to. And if you do not pay your income taxes, they will find you if you go to the Amazon jungle. And they will make an example of you. They will find you and they will deal with you. And you know it. But for some reason, they're unable to get a handle on drugs and the crime in the streets for some reason. All right, everybody. Joseph Gibson here podcasting, uh, restoring our republic, understanding the times which we live today. Uh, we've taken a new type of turn here. I've spoken with a few people that usually come on to the show, uh, starting on Tuesdays, uh, which is my staple night for my show. Uh, we're going to be starting to focus on not asking for solutions. We have the solution. We have the solution. I spoke with some people last week, and uh, we finally come to the conclusion that there's only one way to fix 
this uh, this mess we're in in this country, in this world, really. And if we're going to lead by an example, and in America, in America, especially in America, that's what we're going to do. We're going to lead by example. We're going to be friends with all alliances, with none. And we're going to offer you those solutions, okay, uh, beginning uh, tomorrow night. Uh, solutions. There's no more. We don't need. I mean, if people want to call in and offer suggestions and whatnot. I I don't censor people or block people. But we have an agenda and where we're going and how we can do it and what's going to be done to do it. And either you're going to get on board or you're going to be left behind. It's your choice. So uh, that's what we got going on here now. So, so I just wanted to let everybody know that right off the bat. And of course, I'll probably have to say it over a few more times here and there because people come in and go out and whatnot. And I've been sending out messages and emails uh, to people to let them know that you know we have the solution. We have it. And I think we've all known from pretty much of all our lives, really, what it took to fix the mess that we uh, uh, see out there today or we grew up with in our homes or, or or some of us have been trapped and been imprisoned or kidnapped or some of us have uh, suffered at the hands of tyranny and or corruption. Uh, we all see the corruption out there. We're all affected by it one way or another. You, Like the gentleman said, you can hide in the Amazon jungle and you're affected somehow, some way, whether it be them spraying, bug spraying us or uh, or just, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it may be, the taxation without representation, um, whatever it may be, uh, the entertainment that we're all subjected and addicted to. Uh, whether it be drugs, alcohol, or TV, or movies, or whatever it is out there that's that's keeping the human mind, the human body uh, trapped by these uh, evil, this evil out there, and we and we know there's many, many different problems out there. We know last month the, the human trafficking uh, came to the forefront and. Front stories there. People were waking up, but it's back to business as usual, right? It's no longer a story, and none of us are concerned about it anymore, right? It's brushed underneath the rug. Who cares, right? Hey, I donated my I donated my twenty dollars. You know what else can I do, right? Right? That's what it's all about, and that's how we basically live now. We move on, and uh, you know that's a good thing. You know we don't stay trapped in one thing. We don't stay pigeon-toed into one uh, one one bad problem. We're just uh, you know, we, we move on, right? We don't want to stay lingering around in the same old problems, talking about the same thing over and over. After all, that'd be boring. And we have to be entertained, and we have to make sure we're always entertained and excited about something. Otherwise, that's boring, and I don't want to be a part of it, right? Because we're not, because it's not at your doorstep right now, most of you out there, but some of you, it is. It is at your doorstep. And, you're, and you don't know what to do when you're trapped. Well, you have nobody to blame but yourself that problem and those of you out there who are not having problems who think you're just getting by who have hopes to get by or think you've got a plan you don't you don't trust me these people are much stronger they're much wiser and they've got evil force behind them that you would not believe they've got a demonic force behind them that you would not comprehend very seldom do many of us have the opportunity to see the weapons that they have they have against us I have. I have gone up against it. I've survived it. Whether you believe me or not, I don't give two rats asses whether or not you do or not. The bottom line is that you, you listening right now, 
whether you download the show and listen in the morning or you download it and listen later on in the week, you will be facing the problem that we talk about on these podcasts. You will. That's a fact, Jack, whether you like it or not. I don't care who you think you are. You will face it. Okay? I want to give a shout-out to uh, uh, my buddy there up in New York that's listening, uh, uh, Eric, uh, I, I pre- appreciate uh, you uh, listening. Um, yeah, you know, uh, all the other people that are listening. I got another guy that's southern New York that listens. Uh, um, oh, and then I got another guy I just spoke to on uh, uh, this past weekend. Uh, uh, was, I really like this guy. He's a good guy, man. I've spoken to him for the last couple of years on the phone. We met through this show, actually. Uh, he, and uh, we have some long, in-depth conversations sometimes. Uh, he downloads the show and listens on his way to work or when he's driving his truck. So uh, uh, I want to give a shout-out to you, man. Stay safe out there on the road and, and keep up the good fight. One of the great patriots out there that's amongst us living and breathing and uh, trying to survive and understand fully what we're up against. So I want to say uh, hello to you. It was good talking to you this past weekend. It was good hearing your voice again after so long. Um, you know, uh, well, not that long, but it's been about, what, four months, five months. So, uh, but uh, it was good hearing you again and having that long and depth conversation. So, and it's not always about, the, you know, the problems we face. Sometimes you talk about other things, issues. But, but really, in realistic terms, and reality, we have got to talk about the problems that we face because we have to live. And our goal is to leave a better place for our children, our relatives, what have you. Our humanity, basic point of being human, humanity, the humanity within us, unless you're a complete psychopath. So anyway, last, a little earlier on, I was on another podcast show, uh, the American Statesman there with Sally, and a uh, good podcast show if you don't... Uh, if you don't catch it, go back and listen to it. Download it and listen. Download these shows. Download them, man. Uh, you know, put them on your phone. You know, put a transfer them on a DVD. Hand them out to people or, or, or forward them, email them to people, email links. But if not, save them for your personal library because there's information in these shows that sometimes you will not ever get ever again. Think about that for a minute, you know. Instead of listening to Joe Rogan on these infomercials or whatever, yeah, it's good. You you don't get your debit card now, and uh, you know, and, and sign up for this free health care. You'll get five hundred and forty-six dollars in your checking account right away within two days. Just sign up. Follow the link below the, the advertisement. Right? Total lies, lies. But we believe it. We believe it because it's truth in advertisement. It's a complete lie. We exposed that on this show so many times. I remember calling Amazon, one of my most downloaded shows a couple of years back, calling Amazon, uh, and, of course, reaching the Philippines, catching them in lie after lie about accounts that were set up, how they stole my money, you know? Yeah. I'm not talking about some uh, little quarters and nickels here. I'm talking about $60,000 that Amazon stole from me. Oh, yeah. Go back and listen to that show. Anyway, okay. Well, we were talking about restoring the republic and uh, what solutions and everything what we have. Before I get to the callers here, I've got to play this uh, real quick, and then I'll get to the callers, okay? Well, maybe I should go ahead and take a caller. I, mean, I don't like to make people wait. That's one of the things I stand upon. So let me unmute this person and see what they got to say. Uh, area code 209. Go ahead. Uh, good evening. Okay, you and I are familiar with each other. 
And uh, I'm not going to say my name. You already know who it is. I saw you in the chat room. You know, get with us uh, tomorrow night. You know the number. And yeah. uh, and what it is is, uh, as I've always advocated and will continue to advocate, that my people must be self-sufficient and have a right to our self-determination. Okay? Because you've got a lot of this gaslighting out here. Uh, then the very, very sad part is, you know, you got a certain individual, you know, who was a former president. Uh, this, and this cat, man, has got one, two, three, four. He's got like about 12 indictments against him. Okay. Oh, man, he's a fat cat. You know what I'm saying? And then he has a, a guy who's the governor of the state in which he resides, you know, who has really some very, very warped... Uh, uh, imagination and ideas on race relations in the United States. And with me being an old bastard, you know what I'm saying? I've seen this type of crap. I see the gas lighting, you know, and uh, it's about Pan-Africa uniting, okay? And uh, and it's about Africa taking back over its resources and oh, what have you. Because you had the okay. Belgians in there, you got the Chinese in there, you got neo-colonialist over there, which is mainly the problem. And we as a people, on a worldwide basis, have a right to our self-determination. And the hell that my people been through, <clears throat> uh, what have you, at this time in history, we cannot afford to worry about other groups. is because other groups are damn sure not worried about us. And as Dr. King said, that he led my people into a burning house. And one thing I respect about Dr. King, he died younger than the age of 40, but at least the man realized his mistake. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I'll let you say your piece there. I mean, I don't know, if you got anything else to add, by all means, go ahead. I, but I think you'll be mistaken when you don't when you say other people don't care about your people or the plight that you're uh, uh, suffering well, or whatnot well, Joe, or the issues. Joe, Joe, it's it's quite obvious that it is okay. It's because when you get up into our age group, man, you know what you know. You know what I'm saying, and. Uh, Hollywood, you know, it needs to be highly regulated uh, because of the agendas that they push, uh, you know, the garbage that they try to put out there and get my people to take, you know what I'm saying? I agree with you. For the gospel. Okay. And then uh, what's it about? It's my people dealing with their (laughs) self-determination. Straight out. I mean, it's because, uh, you know, the police, you know, they murder my people on a regular basis, okay? And there was an incident there in Texas. I don't know if you saw it uh, recently. Uh, it's up on Stinky Bird, you know, because I call Musk, you know, Stinky, you know, because you're musking as and stinking, so I call him Stinky Bird. And I really don't give a good goddamn how he takes, uh, takes it. But, however, there was an incident in Texas, a young uh, black man, you know, athletic coach, him and his 12-year-old son get pulled over by two white police officers, and they pull a gun out on this man and on his child, okay? And they treated him very, very aggressively. And as you know, Joe, and that you and I have debated over, what is it going on now, man, about four or five years now? Yeah. Is that your police agencies, okay, had evolved from slave patrollers. 
that wore badges, and in 1857, you know, who were allowed to cross state lines to track runaway slaves. So this mentality has not changed. Now, the sad part about it is, okay, America elects a black president with Barack Obama, okay, and I noticed that he was more concerned about other issues than the police murdering unarmed black people. Now, if the situation was reserved, reversed, and guys like DeSantis and the Dump or uh, George Wallace, uh, let me see, uh, Ronald Reagan, uh, both the Bushes, although I would have to say I had more respect for Papa Bush than Baby Bush because he was just an idiot. But, you know, they will preserve their self-interest, okay? But then when it comes to us preserving our self-interest and determining our self-determination, you know, we're viewed upon as something evil. We're viewed upon as uh, 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 something uncouth, uh, something, you know, that does not have a right to exist. Case in point of uh, what happened there in the state of Tulsa, Oklahoma, where the Supreme Court of the state of Oklahoma is just going to throw that woman's case out of court, you know, who was a victim of the Tulsa race riots of 1921. And the cold part about it is, Joe, that there was the first form of aerial bombing warfare. Mm-hmm. Yep. First form. You say, but yes, however, I agree. Okay, but however, you know, white America has no regrets on it. They have no caring about it. They figure as long as black men are out here killing each other, degrading the women and vice versa on the black side of things, they look at this here as being normal. And this is Well, I don't like to see that. Similar. I don't like to see that. Uh, I brought that up several times about sh- Chicago, Los Angeles, Oakland, Oakland out where you're at there. That was just on the corporate news media uh, mm-hmm. this morning, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very, very sad. You know what I'm saying? Very sad. You know, Oakland, California, Los Angeles. I'm quite familiar with both those places. But I have to get this one here in, Joe. Uh, Las Vegas, my man, was about 108 degrees, and I could walk out in the sun, and I don't have to put on, uh, you know, no sunscreen. I believe that's what you guys call it, a sunscreen or something to that. Well, uh, some people do. I particularly don't have to, so well, my skin is uh, used to it, I guess, mm. now. Uh, so, like I said, landscaper owner, so many years out in the sun, my skin is adapted to it. So, mm-hmm. you know. I see. Okay, all right, okay, all right, but like I said, you know, my people, we are the children of the sun, you know what I'm saying? You know, we gave the world navigation, geometry, trigonometry, engineering, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then these dudes, man, from, uh, what was that place, man? Uh, Greece, I think, where they had a barbarian by the name Yeah, they had a barbarian by the name of Alexander. And, uh, you know, who would go on these long caravans, you know, because back in that day you didn't have railroad airplanes, stuff like that. So you pretty much, you know, were using livestock, you know, to to, to travel, you know, there and yeah. do. Okay. Yeah. But the thing is, from what I understand, on the research that I did, he didn't take no women with him, man. All he took was uh, little boys. But the great <laughs> emperor, 
Uh, Alexander the Great, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean Alexander the Barbarian. Okay. <laughs> now, but there was a, now there was another guy by the name of uh, Mansa Okay, man, he had set up a university. I know about Attila the Hun. I know about Attila the Hun. Okay, I'm not talking about Attila the Hun. Okay, okay, I thought maybe you were getting him confused with someone else. Okay, okay, but Mansa Musa, you know, had set up the place called the University of San (laughs) Corey. You know what I mean? And yep. uh, and this is where you had to go, man. You you had to do like twelve years to get your PhD. You had to do like six years to get your bachelor's degree. Uh, you know, you had to do uh, uh, eight years, you know, to get your master's degree. But these guys like out of Rome and and, and uh, you know Greece and all that, they came down here stealing knowledge. Okay. And All right. Well, these are issues that, that we can go this. over. These are issues we can go over tomorrow night. What's the uh, name of the program and what time is it again so I can write it down? Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. It's Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced. If we deal with the black experience from the beginning of time to 10 minutes ago. And you're familiar with the phone number, Joe, 516 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, we get banned all the time. We get shadow banned, and I was just checking my numbers as well, too. So I started uh, hashtagging you in it. I started hashtagging po- uh, podcast itself. I started hashtagging <laughs> iTunes. Oh, let me. I started hashtagging Spreaker. Oh, let me see. I started hashtagging the city of Los Angeles or the city of Lost Angels. We'll all be connected California. in a circle. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, let me see, the city of New York, uh, the city of Chicago, you know what I mean? It's because, as you know, Joe, uh, Chicago was discovered by a black man. You are aware of this fact, right? Well, I, I, that there, that's the first time I've ever heard that one. So, uh, oh, no, that, no, 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 no. Hold on, Joe. I'm going to give you a POE. I'm going to give you a POE. All right. I'm sorry, point of reference. Uh, pull up a guy by the name of John Baptiste. Pointe du Sabo. Hang on, I'm writing this down here. So I'm going to okay. look that up J-E-A-N. after the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, J-E-A-N. Okay, Pointe. Oh, boy, I believe it's P-O-I-N-T-E du Sabo. Okay. D-U-S-A-B-L-E. Okay. And All he right. Opened up I, got I got post. it. Yeah, he opened up a trading post off the shores of Lake Michigan of where a river had came into it. And Sarge would tell you, because Sarge knows Chicago real good, okay, uh, is right down there. That's right. You're Royal absolutely correct. Record. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that is right there. The plaque is right there on a the street called Laurel Wacker Drive, I believe, right by the Wrigley Building, you know, where you get your Wrigley's chewing gum. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, Joe, as you know, they have certain traditions in Chicago because, after all, it was the home of Al Capone for many, many years. Oh, and yeah. then when Dr. King, you know, bless his heart, when he went through a place called Market Park and white protesters came out there flashing the stars and bars, calling them all kind of derogatory stuff, and they hit Dr. King in the head with a rock, and they shouldn't have done that. But Dr. King has stated <laughs> that all of the years that he so had lived have done in the that. South. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, hold it. But he said out of all the years that he's lived in the South, you know, with his segregation, which is bigotry and what have you, that that was the most racist city he ever been in. Now, wow. let me ask you a question, Joe. Now, let me ask you a question, okay? What do you think about, uh, what is dude, Trump is 45, so Sleepy Joe is 46. What do you think about him, man, uh, signing an executive order? Uh, having a memorial place, you know, for Emmett Till. I'm sure you're familiar with Emmett Till, who was murdered uh, down in Mississippi. And, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, whistled yeah, that yeah, a yeah, white yeah. woman or something. Uh, uh, yeah, and then, of course, you know, this stinking-ass tramp, you know, just bought the farm, and she had uh, confessed that she had lied about it just to get attention. What's up with that, Joe? That's, uh, yeah, well, I, I do hear the story, uh, and I know about the case, but I don't, don't know, you know, specifics about it. You know, oh, I heard the narrative, oh, the but I don't know specifics. It. I know oh, he was murdered. Okay. Oh, 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 and brutally so. He was oh, murdered yeah, so brutally, Joe, and tortured is that his mother, okay, may she rest in peace as well, too that she opened up his casket, okay, and you could go pull the archives on it, go to Ebony Magazine, like I told Sarge, Ebony Magazine was the archives of black history as it unfolded, you know, during those uh, turbulent times, okay, and she put her son's body 
on public display of showing the horror of what white supremacists did to him and how they tortured him and murdered him. And it it, it was gory. But then Carolyn Brand, okay, the woman who was the cause of this shit, okay, admitted that she had lied uh, when she was like about, oh, man, I believe in her 60s or whatever. But anyway, she died recently. May she rest in piss. And she stated (laughs) that she had lied, okay, because it was her husband and his brother. So her husband and brother-in-law that went to Emmett Till's grandparents' homes, uh, entered in by forcible entry, took the young man out, and they tortured him. And when you look Uh. at his body, okay, when you ask Sarge, Sarge will tell you how to get the information on it, okay? When you look at his body, Joe, Imagine if that there was a loved one of yours. And how oh, yeah. yeah. You feel. Okay. Yeah. Now, no, you're absolutely correct. As, okay. Now, as you also know, uh, Governor Christie, okay, uh, Trump referred to him as a fat slob, which I thought was <laughs> not nice at all, is because Christie pretty much has stated that Trump is, is something is wrong with him. He's on a power trip, you know what I mean? But what Governor Christie should have did is that there was a case in his state that went down in May of 1973 of a case that really should have been uh, reopened, okay? And I'm not going to mention the person involved in the case, but uh, there was a New Jersey uh, police officer, state trooper, that came up dead, and this person was accused of murdering this officer, and it was impossible for this person to do it because this individual was shot in an exchange of gunfire, uh, 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 themselves you see and plus this person was tortured beaten okay uh placed in solitary confinement for so damn long ago oh yeah yeah forgot how to speak okay so once again you have human rights violations joe that the united states must be held accountable okay no uh, straight out man Straight out. Yeah, no, now, I agree with you. I've been be, in those places. Hold on, Joe. Hold on, Joe. You and I argue back and forth, man. You know what I'm saying? We've even hung up on each other a few times. <laughs> but if you're going to truly have some racial healing in this country, Joe, shit like this has to be addressed, man. Seriously. Seriously. Well, how do you okay. want to address it, though? How do you suggest okay, it be addressed? Well, well, now, if you're going to say, hey, money is going to heal everything, come on now. Be honest with me. No, money no, no, can't no, no, heal no. everything. Hold on, Joe. We're talking about reparations. What are we getting to? Okay, you're telegraphing your left jab, man. I see the right hand coming. Okay, I'm slipping. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right, Ali. Because, <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, no. That was another great man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the greatest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a great man. Not so much what he did in the ring, but what he no, did what in he did the year 19. The hey, remember when he rescued that guy that was getting ready to jump? Funny you should say that, Joe. I was living in Los Angeles at the time that that went down. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm, right yeah. there off of Wilshire Boulevard on Western Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. And he saved yeah. that man yeah. from doing that. And, yes, and, he did. And then, 
And then, of course, Joe, like you could pull up an archive of one of my episodes of the uh, racial situation of July 4th, 1910, up in Reno, Nevada. And when I do, Joe, when I go through Reno, Nevada, I sit up on a hill, man, and I look back and I listen to the wind and I hear the stories of long ago. It's because Jack Johnson was the first black world heavyweight champion, and he was whooping ass. Jack Johnson was bad. Okay. But they called James J. Jeffries out of retirement, okay? And the guy by the name of Jack London, who was a writer down there in Oakland, California, they got a news, they got a, uh, a, a square named after him called Jack London Square, right there by Frisco Bay in the Oakland Estuary, okay, near the Alameda Naval Air Station, okay? And he says that uh, Jack Johnson must be defeated, you know what I'm saying, of what he stands for. And so, Big Jim, we're calling you out of retirement. Jack Johnson beat him to a pulp, and you had race riots all across the United States of America of that, Joe. And it happened on the greatest day that it ever could have happened, Joe, on the fourth of their lives. <laughs> oh, there you got it. There you have it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now. If you are serious about some racial healing in this country, and I don't, I don't know how you feel deep down inside personally, but I figure that the majority of white America is not, okay? How are you going to tell us to forget this brutalization that was committed on us, man, uh, you know, for 300 years? Right? Well, I'm now, not telling you to forget it. Okay, Sars Love and yourself like to talk about 1619, okay, and that there's where the first slaves were sold in the Commonwealth of uh, Virginia, you know what I mean? And then yep. you have these race soldiers, commonly referred to as police officers, that carry on, you know, these same uh, traditions to this very day. Like I said about the video that I saw out recently, uh, I think in the last couple of days out of Texas, where this uh, black man and his son, okay, are coming from a youth basketball game, okay? They pull guns on them, okay? The cop with his lying ass says is that the car came back stolen, but what had happened was is that the dumb bastard had put in the wrong uh, abbreviation for the state. Oh, because wow. Because of the confusion between Arkansas and Arizona. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, so okay. now, suppose if he had would have killed that man in front of his son or worse, or would have killed his son and him. Yeah. Jail. Yeah. Sitting at a lunch counter and begging for a cup of coffee, man, that's not going to solve that type of shit. You see? So, therefore, if white America is truly sincere, man, about some type of healing, you guys will be forming your own militias and mobs to go up there and get those assholes, man. You know what I'm saying? To prevent no, a I great catastrophe. I'm not saying any catastrophe is coming. I'm not advocating any catastrophe no, is coming out. But just being aware, just being aware of white supremacy, of how it takes everything for granted. You see, because like I said, Jill, you, know, you and I have gotten into heated discussions many times oh, on yeah. both our platforms and other platforms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but for once, we are having a civil conversation. Okay. If a miracle could like happen, me. it would be a miracle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't have to like you, but 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 what would happen 
to black police officers if they start shooting unarmed white citizens? Oh, well, you already know. We don't even have to talk about it. You already know. Exactly. Now, let's look at uh, uh, Minneapolis. There was a a black police officer, you know, from uh, East Africa, from uh, Somalia. Okay? He shot an unarmed white woman. He's doing 20 years, Joe. Wow. Oh, oh, Derek Chauvin. What he did, man, you know, that was downright criminal, that any time that you got a man bound and handcuffed, and you yeah. put your knee on his neck, and he's constantly saying he cannot breathe. Then this man urinates on himself, okay? And then you can see the man pass away in the video, because I looked at it, man, in excess of 40 times. You see? Wow. And, uh, and I have felt all kinds sometimes of Sometimes you have to do that to get to the facts. You know, you have to do oh, that. Oh, yeah, which I did, which I did, which I did, Joe, which I did. And what Chauvin was doing with his hands in his pocket, right, he was applying pressure points on, you know, to put the more pressure on this man's neck who was bound. Now, the two cowards who were standing there with him, you know, watching this, why didn't they intervene? And, I mean, up to the point of putting a, a cap in Dobbins, uh dome or Chauvin's dome. You see? Wow. Because he murdered yeah. a man in public. Yeah. Okay. And what that compares to, Joe, a practice that they did in your state where they would uh, execute a black man in the presence of his family, where they would sodomize him in the presence of his family. And they will put his son front and center, and then they would have his wife, his daughter, if not his mother, standing there witnessing this also, so you see, Joe, America has got a whole lot of atrocities to really answer for, Joe, and human rights violations. Okay? No, I agree. Now, okay, now, I do appreciate that the African heads of state, you know, who are standing up to these, pro- to these bullshit proxy wars that's happening, okay, because the Chinese is going in there getting, trying to get all the... <laughs> Vibranium. They call it silicon <laughs> today. Okay. Uranium. You see what I mean? Okay. Yes. And without Africa's mineral resources, Joe, don't you know, man, the world's technology would not exist? I mean, just like that raggedy-ass stinky bird over there in San Francisco, okay? Just like old uh, Zuckerberg on Facebook, uh, up there on ScrewTube is... Uh, well, too, and, 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 and let's not forget uh, down there by Stanford University where Google is, where this damn artificial intelligence is taking over, you see. But when you get these brain-dead Negroes that sell my people down the war, down the uh, river to be appeased by and mind by your people who do not give a damn about them, see, something is very wrong. See, this is why... The platform Shabaka's Black Experience Enhance exists, Joe. Okay. Yeah. It's because no, I agree. I okay. Agree. Because we did create the hashtag. Oh, and please spread the hashtag, Joe, so my platform can get credit for it. Because Zuckerberg already gave us credit for it for creating it, called Resurrection of the Mental Dead. Okay. <laughs> Resurrection of the Mental okay. Dead. Okay. Of the mental dead, yeah, because you got a whole lot of these brain dead bastards out here, man. You know, across all spectrum. Oh, there are, there are. Yeah, most you definitely. See? And then, you, okay, then you have intellectual ignorance. 
and you also have uh, emotional ignorance, and then you also have downright, pure, plain, dumb ignorance. <laughs> and you have yes. willful ignorance. I you agree. What I'm okay, and forgive me for saying so on your platform, Joe. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but uh, I think you and I are about in the same age group. I'm past 50. You know what I'm saying? I'm a little younger. Okay, 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 okay. All right, but then I have to pass on to the younger generations, Joe, after me, okay, the the shit that I've witnessed and that I experienced, you see what I'm saying, so they don't make the same mistakes, so they don't get caught up, you know, in in the same nonsense, you see, and to get off of this path of self-destruction within a black community. See, Biden doesn't want that. Biden was the one who endorsed the federal crime bill. And why do you think we say on my platform, we're still waiting for all you Biden supporters to give us a call at 516-418-5996. Okay. And then, of course, you know, Biden, you know, he was uh, the senator from Delaware for a long time, I believe 47 years, a representative uh, from Delaware, rather than the House of Representatives or in the U.S. Senate. Uh, then he was the one that pushed that federal crime bill that Clinton signed into law in 1996, okay, where Hillary got up there and called black men super predators. You see what I mean? So, you know, we... Uh, on our platform and on Frontline Black News, you know, we do address those issues. You see what I mean? You know, because yeah. if you're going to no, have I, some, I if you, okay, if you're going to have some healing in this country, Joe, on, on this racial history, you have to discuss this. You see what I mean? Now, now it has to be an open dialogue from all sides and angles. It can't be just one-sided, you know? Okay, but Joe, but what I'm saying is with me being a black man in America, man, I cannot worry about, you know, what the Romans did unless it's affecting my people, which they did, or what happened to the Greeks and all that is because, you know, that's none of my concern. And then keep in mind that in African societies, Joe, great emphasis is placed on procreation of life. Okay, and that only happens between a union of man and woman. Agreed. Okay, two women can't produce life. Two I agree, 100%. Although in the state of California, they got these confused-ass bastards going around there, man, talking about that he is a woman with a 5 o'clock shadow. And my advice, if you ever go to Boys Town, that I call San Francisco, I call it Boys Town, okay? And if you go up there and use that that FAG term or one of those individuals, you will do 90 days in the San Francisco County Jail. Ugh. 90 days. I want to do one day. (laughs) Yeah, nobody does, Joe. Nobody does. Nobody does. Okay. No kidding. Now, yeah, they have their human rights, they have their civil rights, but don't no damn man has a right to come up to me and tell me that he is a woman, particularly That's with right. hands the size of baseball mitts, five o'clock shadows, and an Adam's mm. apple. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, yeah, no, no, no. No, I agree. 
No, no, no. Okay, and and the cool part about it is, Joe, is that they're trying to normalize this bullshit. You you see what I'm saying? Okay. See, that's what's sad, Joe. See, that's what's really sad. Now, you get guys like Pianchi, you know what I'm saying, and I don't agree with about 85% of what he says, (laughs) but however... I do respect him as a black man. You well, that's know good. What I'm okay, you well, see, same thing with Tom. I consider I, I consider Bianca a friend of mine. I consider him a friend, you know, and uh, okay, I don't have okay. a problem, you know. Okay, okay. And and then uh, I've had a halfway, the last time I spoke with Bianca, I had a halfway civil conversation with him, okay, it's because he was on my platform. My co-host was in charge, okay. I came in on the late freight, okay, and uh, and I inadvertently, you know, asked the co-executive producer to kick Pianchi off the air, and I reviewed the tape, you know, as they say, after further review, like when I used to have it in the NFL, I reviewed <laughs> it, I recognized my error, I reached out to Pianchi, you know, I offered my apology. Now, with him being a man, that's up to him to accept yeah, it or not. Yeah, and only yeah. he knows if he accepts it or not, you know what I'm saying? Cause, that's you know, right. I'm not the, I'm not the sharpest Well, I tool found you to be pretty fair and objective to you on, uh, on your platform. I can't say the same for many others on blog talk radio, but as far as okay. your stance goes, you know, I wouldn't. I don't have a problem with you. Okay, but however, Joe, there's an old saying of where I come from, which is a place called Los Angeles, California. Never apologize for how you honestly feel. Okay? That's, yeah, good point, good point. Okay, all right. Now, also, too, is that if you're running for Congress, uh, 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 Joe, okay, I don't live in your state, you know what I'm saying, but if you make it, man, Please introduce some legislation where blog talk cannot be charging people for calling into the platform because you pay for yours, I pay for mine, you see, so they're making their money right there. It's very, very unfair to have the general public to be call, charged, you know, for calling in, you know, exercising. I will look into that. Order, I give you yeah, my order, promise. Order. I will look into that. Yeah, their freedom of speech, you know what I'm saying, is because I went through a whole bunch of hell and high water, man, uh, last week. That's why I didn't make the show last week, you see, although... Yeah, because, uh, you know, I put it out there, you know what I'm saying, and, and showtime is coming, man, you know, and because uh, I had called up your show before yours was coming on, and I says, Joe, just call into the show, call into the show. Next thing yeah, you yeah. know, man, all my devices froze up. You see, so wow. I go through a whole bunch of hell and high water. Who knows? I can only imagine. The, oh, yeah, and, uh, and it might be the dump, you know, he has a support base. Or it might be the panties of Florida <laughs> because uh, I call the panties, okay, he's a sick man, okay. And the sad part about it is that he was a U.S. military officer and he was a damn jag. So if anything, man, he you know, definitely he know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and uh and he should definitely know about the law, man, you know, you, and then when you sit up there and ban books, man, I mean, by the tons of it, and then when yeah. you sit up there, man, they're going to say some asinine shit that my people benefited from slavery? That's insanity, <laughs> Joe. Yeah, I, mean, I was reading something like be, that one of your posts. Okay, What's up with that? I don't, wow. It, it, 
Yeah, well, see, no, no, no. He's going to sit up there and tell me on a collective basis, okay, to tell me that my ancestors benefited from that brutalization. You see what I mean? The state of Florida needs to recall his ass, you see, just on that alone. Okay, but I've only been through the great state of Florida once, and I will not be traveling there uh, back to Florida because of his history, because of, uh, of what I heard in the wind. I've traveled through Georgia. I've traveled through Louisiana. I've traveled through the great state of Texas. i traveled through Arkansas because somebody had told me, well, Shabaka, you talk all this pro-black shit. When are you going to take your ass down there to the south? Well, I've done it. And a song kept going through my mind by the one and only Billy Holiday. Southern trees bear a strange fruit. See, Joe, now that did something to me because my ancestors, you know, slaved down there. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and then it was nighttime when I was crossing the state of uh, a state called Alabama where they did, right? And and I traveled through Montgomery, and I didn't dare do it at nighttime, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be yeah. a, a guest at a necktie party or, or something like that, or, or the guest of honor, if you know what I mean. But I had yeah. wanted to go see the actual street where Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat. Because you see, Joe, I'm going to give you a little something that I know. What inspired my platform, Joe, is that I listen uh, to the wind and I hear the stories of long ago, ancient African proverb, okay? And I like to go to the places of where the history happened at, okay, like in Oakland, California, where Dr. Yeah. Newton and the party were exercising their constitutional rights for self-defense and self-determination. And I listen to the wind, you see, and hear the stories of long ago. And then when you do listen, you could hear the cries of my people's suffrage, man, you know, coming off those ships. You see what I mean? Yeah. Okay. No, no, and I then. Agree. And then also, too, Joe, research that I've done and I've argued with Pianchi about it as well, too. Don't take this here personal, Joe. Please don't, okay? But when my, no, people, were performing, or when my people were performing brain surgery and building pyramids, okay, you can get with Dr. Ashwa Quazi on this one. The Europeans were living in caves eating raw meat, Joe, and they didn't believe in bathing. They well, we're going to have to go on. Well, I'm going to do some research on that one there. I may strongly oh, yeah. disagree oh, yeah, yeah, on that yeah. one, but we'll, 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 okay. we don't have to agree okay. on everything. <laughs> okay, hold on. Just as long as we disagree agreeably. Now, also, too, oh, that's yeah. another thing you might want to research, too, Joe. Now, I heard this here straight from the source. I have spoken with Ethiopian women, and God, they are so breathtaking, okay? And speaking with Not women... Not my cup of tea, open, though. <laughs> oh, man, they could very much cup of tea. my cup of tea. You know, but hey, everybody's got their own preference, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay, well, 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 true that, true that. But they gave the world the concept of feminine hygiene, Joe. Okay? Yeah. Also, too, they gave the world the concept of bathing. They used to bathe the Europeans. You see, and the Europeans, Joe, did not believe in bathing, man. This is why you had the damn bubonic plague that travels that wiped out half of Europe. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay. The bubonic plague that came from that came where did that come? That didn't come from the Europe, the, the uh, Central Europe. Oh, no. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, boy, yeah, I got yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Joe. And, and, I'm going to be looking at you know, tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Research it, and, and they uh, had, uh, you know, spread it throughout of Europe. You know, the Black Plague wiped out half of Europe, Joe. And this is why they had this dude called the Pied Piper, okay, that played, you know, his little instrument. And he had all the, the, all the rats, you know, marching off into the sea. You see what I'm saying? All oh, right, yeah, man. They, all yeah, right, Shabaka. Yeah, Shabaka. With all due yeah. respect, I would like to carry on the conversation with you. It's a good guy, but I've got to, I've got something I have to play for a few listeners that I promised to play for them tonight. Sure, go right ahead. Man. I mean, but what time's your show again tomorrow night? Okay, it will be 9 p.m. in the east. Uh, six, yeah, and 6 p.m. out west. And uh, let me see, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. And uh, let me see, in Sarge's time zone, it would be 9 p.m. That's my time zone. Okay, I'm in North okay, Carolina. Okay, I'm sorry. Then, okay, then it would be 8 p.m. in the central time zone. All right, all right. Well, everybody listen to that. I'll be on Chewbacca's show tomorrow night. And uh, we'll be, uh, hopefully it'll be civil like this. I know you got some co-hosts there. They kind of tear into me a little uh, bit. So, uh, and uh, we go uh, back oh, and yeah, forth. Yeah, Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe. You know, I got some serious co-hosts, man, and I appreciate and respect all the work that they do. Okay. I, hey, look, I don't have a problem with that at all. You know, I mean, and, yeah. I, and I try to give them utmost respect. You got a female on there, though. She kind of wants to start attacking my Italian heritage. I don't think she knows has a clue on it. But, but then again, that's between her and I. I don't want to, you know. Okay. But you've okay. never, you never backstabbed me on that. Okay, I will speak to her about it, okay? Well, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, well, thank so. you. I appreciate right, that. Everybody. I really do. Okay. All right, and thank you for having me on. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Be safe, brother. All right. Absolutely. Okay. You too. All right. All right, All right everybody, I'm going to carry on with this here. I've got a com- I've got, that was a good conversation there with Shabaka there. Uh, one of the very few we've had for, you know, great length without having, you know, separate departing uh you know, disgruntled, I guess you could say. But uh, for the most part, I give him his respect. Uh, a very knowledgeable man. Uh, he knows his thing, and he's a fighter. So I can't disagree with that. I, I respect that, actually. So, um, and anyone else who doesn't respect that, then uh, shame on them, you know. Uh, to hell with them, actually. Uh, they're not worth my time. So, anyway, I have to play this real quick. Uh, I did promise some people from earlier, so let's play this. And then uh, if anybody wants to comment on it, they can Without further ado, I'm trying to get it up right now. Here it goes. Trust relationship with any person, living or fictitious, with the fully informed and willful intent to deprive ourselves or to be deprived by others of any unalienable rights granted to us by the self-existing creator and guaranteed by the constitutions of the free republics of North America and the United States of America Republic, circa 1787. Whereas... We have become aware that each of the free American republics and the constitutional republic of the United States of America, circa 1787, have been preempted by military power and emasculated by fraudulent, coercive, and deceitful methods of economic and political warfare imposed by corporations posing as legitimate governments. Therefore, we, the sovereign people of the free American republics, to hereby and herewith, number one, assemble under God for all the world to hear 
and see upon each state's signatories hereto, numbering at least 26 souls, and organize under God as the well-regulated guardians of the free republics. Number two, restore and re-inhabit through this declaration the legitimate constitutional governments of these free republics in peace and harmony. Number three, conclude the era of illicit governance by renouncing in the presence of the Creator forever and without contrived ambiguity all permissions, delegations of authority, and grants of attorney, real or imagined, to corporations posing as legitimate governments, in particular, the United States Federal Corporation and all subdivisions thereof. Number four, assemble upon each state's signatories hereto, numbering at least 26 souls, de jure grand juries in the people's common law, herein authorized in remedy of the self-evident expositions of truth attached hereunder, to forthwith order and conduct forensic accounting of the various trusts and so-called legacy accounts attributed to the people, to facilitate a return to the people of the wealth which has been taken by fraudulent artifice on the part of the banking institutions of this or any country, in particular the ill-gotten gains of foreclosure and fraudulent foreign taxation, to peacefully eliminate all existing government structures, entities, and agencies that have been derived from the de facto corporations posing as legitimate governments, to issue orders to the military, police, and corporate powers of the land, and see to enforce our divine rights to such lawful government as was already ensured by our constitutions, and restore de facto actors to lawful de jure capacity duly confined by the constitutions of these republics, and replace the non-compliant. Thus, restoring to each and every American their in-law, dry land, divine rights of birth, and the fruits of their individual and ancestral labor as quickly, efficiently, and discreetly as possible, without causing undue alarm or stress, and without malice for anyone. Number five, forgive in the name of the Creator all who repent their political and economic misdeeds. It is hereby so decreed and ordered by the sovereign people of these free American republics assembled herein. Friends, that is the text of the one-page declaration that we are bringing forth this week, to which is attached another 30 or so pages of orders and decrees. A number of years ago, I made an offer to the United States Federal Corporation on this very program. I said, let's coexist peacefully. We don't wish you any harm. Just leave my people alone leave the members of the sovereign people free to go about their business, and you will not be harmed. You will be able to continue business as usual with respect to the masses. Uh, by the way, for those new listeners to the program who are unfamiliar with the United States Federal Corporation, 
I suggest you might want to Google 28 USC 3002. That's 28 USC 3002. And scroll down to paragraph 15 where it defines the term United States as a federal corporation, which, contrary to opinions from attorneys at law, is a term that is applied to all statutory law because you cannot use a term differently in one statute than in another. U.S. Inc. is the actual institution that hides under the disguise of the democracy that has preempted the lawful American republic and the state republics since 1861. For all you members of the private bar association listening tonight who somehow need the opinions of your colleagues to prove to yourself what you already know in your heart, let me refer you respectfully to Hooven and Allison Company versus EVAT. The authority is 324 U.S. 652. Clearfield Trust Company versus United States, 318 U.S. 363 through 371, and of course, the dissenting opinion of Justice John Harlan in Downs versus Bidwell, 182 U.S. 244. Those are all citations of the de facto United States Supreme Court, ladies and gentlemen, as opposed to the de jure institution the one Supreme Court. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway, for the rest of the audience who are not attorneys at law, I do apologize for giving even the slightest attention, the slightest energy to private corporate regulations written by and on behalf of and for the profit and benefit of U.S. Inc. Well, as most of you know, the United States Federal Corporation responded to my offer mercilessly. They have pounded on the patriot community at the federal, state, and local level without provocation time and time again. Worse and worse, building a crescendo of arrogance and ignorance bar none in history. The latest being the invasion of a patriot this week by 24 SWAT team members at a relative's house, kicking in the door and leveling their automatic weapons and laser beams at the heads of the children. Systematically, day in and day out, making the decision to destroy the lives of courageous men and women who are willing to fight and even die for freedom and are being persecuted for no reason other than refusing to pray to a corporate institution. For those of you who are non-attorneys, understand that when you submit papers to the de facto courts, they actually expect you to say under the section requesting relief, I pray to this court. There's not a Christian amongst you who doesn't understand the evil of that statement, and yet not an attorney amongst you who has ever thought about it twice. <clears throat> Our colleagues have been willing and ready to stand for and, in some cases, die for freedom, real freedom, not the lip service, knee-jerk freedom that populates the televisions, that fills the mouths of talking heads all over the airwaves, that authorizes its corporate agents to kill you 
Yes. Kill you if necessary on the roads and byways of America if you should refuse to exhibit a state-issued piece of ID. A simple piece of paper that confesses you're a subject class citizen. Refuse that and expect to have your window blasted out, dragged out, pounded on the ground, and possibly killed. Not the kind of freedom that indicts... All right, everybody. I think that right there pretty sums up uh, what, uh, even maybe some of the things that I was talking about. Oh, hang on, sorry. Hang on, I got everybody there. Uh, so yeah, pretty much sums it up right there. I mean, uh, I like that one. Your window smashed out, you dragged out of your car. How many times have we seen that? Uh, the great land of the free. Huh? Oh, many times, Joe. It happens to my people on a regular basis. <clears throat> there you have things. it. Yeah. The LAPD is a terrorist organization that hides behind badges. <laughs> read a book called yeah. Chief by Daryl Gates. I told Sarge about it. He said he was going to read about it. And Daryl Gates, in my opinion, was a psychopath, and he tried to rationalize, uh, you know, his ill will. Okay, he tried to rationalize that. And then, as you know, Gates had made a statement uh, in front of a congressional committee or in front of a news conference with Congress people. They're saying that all casual drug users need to be taken out and shot. And to find out that Daryl Gates' son was a drug user and got arrested for an armed robbery in a place called Huntington Park, which is a small city outside the city of L.A. You know, look at that. Unreal. Oh, yeah, hypocrisy, yeah. Okay, now hold on. Now here's something else. Now let's look at Christopher Dorner. I know you're familiar with the case, Joe. I mean, you know, you're a former military man. I know you're familiar with Christopher Dorner. Okay, Christopher Dorner, a Navy SEAL. He was an officer at that, an educated man, because you cannot be an officer unless you have a bachelor's degree or better. Okay. All righty. He joined LAPD, okay, after he got out the Navy. Then he witnessed a white female police sergeant beat a handcuffed, homeless black man. Now charges on her. Okay, so he goes up there, you know, follows their uh, rules and regulations of dealing with such complaints, and they're going to sit up there and say that he was lying, and then the representative that he had from the union, Okay, who did not uh, represent Mr. Dorner properly. Hey, Mr. Dorner, man, you know, those military skills kicked in on him, okay? And he did, and he wrote his manifesto on Facebook, and this went down, man, about 2008, 2009, if memory serves me uh, correct, okay? And he had stated that the only thing he had was his name that he was going to clear so he had went on a rampage, okay, and then just to show you how much uh, fear he projected in cowards with badges, okay, is that uh, two LAPD officers shoot up a truck that fit the description of the vehicle that Mr. I Dorn remember that, in. yep. Okay, hold it. You ain't heard nothing yet. It was a woman and her daughter who was going out to deliver the Los Angeles Times, okay? They had a paper route mm-hmm. they dealt with. Okay, now, here's one for you. Thank God they they were not killed, okay? So then when uh, the public had demanded that the district attorney files charges against these officers, okay, for their misconduct and or cowardness and or fear, the DA's office simply states that he's not filing charges because he cannot help it that they were 
Only in a city like Los Angeles, man, where you would hear some asinine oh, bullshit like that. But keep wow. You got L.A. I mean, you got Hollywood there with all this sin and bizarreness. You know what I'm saying? Hollywood is its own uh, galaxy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hollywood, yeah. It's very weird. It's extremely weird and what have you. And then also, too, Joe, let those know that who's never been to Los Angeles before is that Hollywood is a section of the city of Los Angeles and not its own city, okay? It's because I've seen many celebrities, man, do shows from there talking about they're in the city of Hollywood. No, you're in the city of Los Angeles, and if you break the law there, it will be the Hollywood division of the Los Angeles Police Department that will be arresting your ass. Okay? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Joe, Joe, you have to understand, that's Tinseltown. That's the land of make believe. Yeah, It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> on out-of-towners, man, not knowing it preys yeah, on yeah. Okay, every time, man, that out there at Los Angeles International Airport where a whole plane load of tourists come to Los Angeles, oh, I'm going to Hollywood, you know, and the first time that you're there, Joe, the vultures are out there for you, man. They could spot you a mile away. Yeah, I'm sure they could. Yeah. Walking down the street for the first time in like about, shit, 20 years, I think. Okay, dudes come up to me, you know, trying to sell me this, that. I says, look, man, check this out. Two things I'm going to tell you. One is I'm not interested. Second of all, what I'm really going to tell you, man, I grew up here, man. So all these angles that you're coming at me with, man, you guys are telling me. I invented them. (laughs) Okay. Uh, then I went down in front of the, uh, used to be called the Grauman's Chinese Theater, you know, where they have the footprints at and uh, what have you. So I went and saw Kevin Costner's footprint, uh, Mary Pickford's footprints. It's because I think she was the first one that uh, put a footprint there is because they had just built it around 1926, I believe, uh-huh. and the cement was still wet. You know, at that time, and really? so when she got, wow. yeah, I believe, yeah, this is the the story of it. And so, so when she put her foot out, you know, on the uh, on the sidewalk, you know, uh, it left a footprint in the cement. And somebody came up with the idea, well, hey, Miss Pickford, put your name by it. So that is how that day started. You see what I mean? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, about that for a little food for thought. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then keep in mind, though, too, Joe, you know, on the black history side, that area called Hollywood and uh, Beverly Hills, uh, all that was owned by a black woman at one time. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, see, I'm, I'm new to that, that aspect of history there, but I'm always willing to learn history. I know Sarge is very good at history, so, but I don't know where he's disappeared to. He's, he came back and then he disappeared again, so who knows? Joe, as you know, Sarge is Sarge. You know, he's making a name for himself because Sarge hits your platform, he hits mine, and there's about three others, you know, that he does. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, so we may not always agree with Sarge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to say hello real quick to the American statesman. American statesman, uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, uh, Sally. I appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, you did a good podcast tonight, and I look forward to you tomorrow night. Thanks. All right, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, therefore, man, now, 
it's good to have these podcasts where, you know, people come exchange ideas and what have you, and there's winter yeah. verbal blues. You know what I'm saying? It's going to do such. But when I look at guys like the Panties of Florida and Donald Duck dump, and when I say dump, I mean as in human shit, okay? Not only are these guys a threat to quote-unquote democracy, and you know how I feel about that, Joe, and any of your listeners, you can Google Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced. You can pull up the past episodes, okay? But what they're doing in Florida, man, okay, is because you, cause both these dumb bunnies live down there, okay? It, it's yeah. just downright uh, incredible, okay? And which even makes it more sickening, okay, is these black politicians who go along and believe in this bullshit, okay? Because after George Floyd, after Eula Love, man, I mean, after Mario Woods, oh, man, the list goes on and on and on, uh um uh, uh Trayvon Martin. Oh man, uh what's his name? Oh yeah, the list goes on and on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and George Zimmerman, man, you know, what they need to do in the state of Florida is go get his fat ass man and throw him off over there to the alligators. <laughs> is he still in the news? Huh? Or is he is he still in the news or is he pretty much dried up and gone away? Okay, hopefully he's dried up like dog shit and blown away. Okay, is <laughs> because what he did, Joe, he murdered that man or murdered that teenager who was only going through uh, an apartment complex, traveling from his mother's house to his father's house. Okay, so then here comes George Zimmerman, you know, Paul Blart, mall cop. You know what I'm saying? Citizens on patrol. And all that, and he's got a forty-four Magnum. Okay, just like uh, Kyle Richardson, man, crossing state lines, you know, with an assault rifle. Okay, talking about, oh, I'm going to protect property. No, you weren't. You were going out there looking for somebody to kill. You see? Well, who are you, who are you talking about there? Uh, Kyle uh, Rittenhouse in, in Wisconsin that brought a firearm from Illinois in Wisconsin when they had it, uh, a situation going on over there in Wisconsin, and he killed three people, I believe. It was either two or three people. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, remember, I think I remember that case now, yeah. Yeah, now, I'm of the opinion, okay, is that he was in, his intentional targets were black people, but he killed, shot and killed three white folks. You see what I mean? It's because, oh, okay, uh, okay. Okay, it's because he went up there, he got challenged, but he said he's going to protect property. No, he wasn't going to protect property, man. Okay, what he was going up there doing was having a trigger finger, man, and he had wanted to kill somebody is what he wanted to do. Say that was his ulterior motive, but he was yeah. using the side, well, I'm going to go protect property. Uh, okay, just like in the case of uh, Dr. Huey Percy Newton in 1967. Uh, John Frey, okay, the Oakland yep, police yep, officer. Yep. I know all about this, okay, is that Newton was innocent, okay, is because what he was doing is that he was exercising First Amendment rights, Second Amendment rights, okay, and he was advising the people, you know, of their constitutional rights is because Dr. Newton, uh, you know, he was a law student. Okay, and Dr. Newton did get his Ph.D. 
from the University of Santa Cruz, okay? Now, Dr. Newton had a lot of personal issues, man, but, you know, what well-known figure or historical figure does it, okay? So I'm just looking at his contribution uh, to my people's history, okay? I'm not discussing anything that Dr. Newton did in his personal okay? But he formed a, a organization, as you know, and uh, he followed uh, the laws pretty much according to the U.S. Constitution when you check out his 10-point program, okay? Uh, and he uh, literally put his life on the line, and those are the others of Bobby Seale, little Bobby Hutt, and the Forte brothers and Big Man, okay? They were the original ones, okay, that went out there and that they're just saying, hey, we have a right to live, too. And he would tell the Oakland Police Department, hey, you know, so you're in violation of subsection number, 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 and he would break it down. Now, the word I want to get to Sarge, and hopefully Sarge will listen to this playback that Dr. Newton proved in a case in Alameda County that any statute that is that is so ambiguous where it cannot be understood by the common man is not a statute. Okay. All right. I'm writing some of this down, though, so while you're, so that's why I want to repeat it. Sorry, so I'm trying to focus as quick as I can. I'm doing shorthand here. Oh, okay. All righty. Okay. And, and you know how to write in cursive, too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. They're taking that out of the schools because I've heard oh, I know. people come to me saying that they don't know how to write cursive. Okay, so what are you guys learning in this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> how are you going to sign the names to anything? How are you going to sign and put X? You know? Exactly. See, this is why they want you to do all this shit online with your online signature. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Dumbing us all down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then another thing, too, uh, uh, Joe, and I advise every broadcast out there to start crumb-bumming on this artificial intelligence, man. It's getting too much of your TMI. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely absolutely correct. I mean, there's a lot of things, a lot of problems that we do face, but we've got to come up with real solutions. We can complain about it all night long and all day long. The problem is coming up with solutions. Hopefully tomorrow night on your show we can come up with some solutions to some of this stuff. Oh, yeah, well, uh, I got one solution is, man, is to start boycotting this shit, okay? And yeah. then what should have happened, man, is that your current vice president needs to call her contacts in the California state legislature, you know, in Sacramento, putting some laws there of regulating these assholes, okay? Yeah, hey, that's right. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about Google. I'm talking yep. about uh, uh, Zuckerberg down there, him and that Facebook, Instagram. But have you ever passed Facebook, uh, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I passed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, but I'm talking about you've been in California before and you've passed uh, Facebook headquarters, right? Yes, yes, I have, yeah. I forgot the name. What's the name of the road is on? Longway or something? What's the name of it? Okay, it's Hacker Way, but they changed Hacker it. Hacker Way, yeah, yeah, I knew it was Way something, yeah. And what the way you do, Joe, is that you cross a bridge called the Dumbarton Bridge uh, from the East Bay, okay, yep. which is north of San Jose. And when you I'm losing you, Shabaka. You're fading out on me. Okay. You're fading out. Okay, can you Fading out, that? Shabaka. I'm losing you. Okay. I can't hear you. Okay. Nope, I lost I you. Care. I can't. 
I, okay, I can't hear you. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Is that what you said? Tomorrow? Yeah, I can't hear you. Ah. Okay. Well, all tomorrow. right, everybody. That was Chewbacca. Well, I guess tomorrow night we'll be. I'll be uh, checking in with him. We lost him there. He's fading. I think he said tomorrow. So, but yeah, he knows anyway. He knows I'll be on there tomorrow night. So. That'll be good. We'll be listening to listen to the show. So uh, everybody, that was Shavaka. So uh, if you if you didn't get the get the uh, phone number, then uh, just go back and listen to it. Uh, he says it a dozen times. So <laughs> all right, everybody. So that's uh, restoring our republic, understanding the times in which we live today. That was pretty good. We still got about twenty minutes left. Twenty five minutes left. So let me play this one here real quick. By uh, let's see here. Let's play this by George Carlin, huh? Maybe we get this one by George Carlin. That'll be fitting for tonight. Uh, we haven't played that in a long time. We're only play this one here about the microchip because they're coming out with the digital currency. Oh, that's right. I need to pull something up on that. So let's play this while I get something pulled up on the digital currency they're coming out with, guys. And if anybody wants to protest what we do or violate what we want, we just turn off the chip. That's right, microchips. In 2005, Congress, under the pretense of immigration control and the so-called war on terrorism, passed the Real ID Act, under which it is projected by May 2008, you will be required to carry around a federal identification card, which includes on it a scannable barcode with your personal information. However, this barcode is only an intermediary step before the card is equipped with a Verichip RFID tracking module, which will use radio frequencies to track your every move on the planet. If this sounds foreign to you, please note that the RFID tracking chip is already in all new American passports. And the final step is the implanted chip, which many people have already been manipulated into accepting under different pretenses. We have a Florida family who are really pioneers in a brave new world. They have volunteered to be the first ever to have microchip identification devices implanted into their bodies. After 9-11, I was really concerned um, with the security of my family. I wouldn't mind having something planted permanently in my arm that would identify me. In the end, everybody will be locked into a monitored control grid where every single action you perform is documented. And if you get out of line, they can just turn off your chip. For at that point in time, every single aspect of society will revolve around interactions with the chips. This is the picture that is painted for the future if you open your eyes to see it. A centralized one-world economy where everyone's moves and everyone's transactions are tracked and monitored, all rights removed. The most incredible aspect of all. These totalitarian elements will not be forced upon the people. The people will demand them. For the social manipulation of society through the generation of fear and division has completely detached humans from their sense of power and reality. A process which has been going on for centuries, if not millennia. Religion, patriotism, race, wealth, class, and every other form of arbitrary separatist identification, thus conceit, has served to create a controlled population, utterly malleable in the hands of the few. Divide and conquer is the motto. And as long as people continue to see themselves as separate from everything else, they lend themselves to being completely enslaved. The men behind the curtain know this, and they also know that if people ever realize the truth of their relationship to nature and the truth of their personal power, the entire manufactured zeitgeist they prey upon will collapse like a house of cards.
the whole system that we live in drills into us that we're powerless, that we're weak, that our society is evil, that it's private, etc. and so forth. It's all a big fat lie. We are powerful, beautiful, extraordinary. There is no reason why we cannot understand who we truly are, where we are going. There is no reason why the average individual cannot be fully empowered. We are incredibly powerful beings. And I think I spent 30 years of my life, the first 30, trying to become something. I wanted to become good at things. I wanted to become good at tennis. I wanted to become good at school and grades and, and everything I kind of viewed in that perspective. I'm not okay the way I am, but if I got good at things, you realize that I had the game wrong. The game was to find out what I already was. Find out what I already was. individual differences to stand out. So you look at each person, immediately it is brighter, dumber, older, younger, richer, poorer, and we make all these dimensional distinctions, put them in categories and treat them that way. And we get so that we only see others as separate from ourselves in the ways in which they're separate. And one of the dramatic characteristics of experience is being with another person and suddenly seeing the ways in which they are like you, not different from you and experiencing the fact that that which is essence in you and which is essence in me is indeed one. The understanding that there is no other. It is all one. And I wasn't born Richard Albert. I was just born as a human being. And then I learned this whole business of who I am and whether I'm good or bad or achieving or not. All that's learned along the way. Other people have remembered and they 
come back to us and they say, hey, don't worry, don't be afraid ever. Because this is just a ride. And we kill those people. Shut him up, I've got a lot invested in this ride. Shut him up! Look at my furrows of worry. Look at my big bank account and my family. This has to be real. It's just a ride. But we'll kill those good guys and try and tell us that. You ever notice that? And let the demons run them up? But it doesn't matter, because it's just a ride, and we can change it anytime we want. It's only the choice. No effort, no work, no job, no savings of money. Just a choice right now between fear and love.